gonna die some dinner and it is Thai food but the Thai food was made by a white man you fool Mike went to the beach but now <laughs> he's home and nobody's at the beach anymore why do you need smack Kiero why quando smack Kiero Fiero. What's up, everybody? Welcome to AAWI <laughs> and also with you, the podcast from Affable Idiots. Every week, you can join us and all of your other lifelong friends as we laugh together, <laughs> share secrets. I was sick last week for most of the week and strengthen our friendships on this off-color, Hair Rogers-esque show. I'm one of your hosts, Chad Michael Ennis. We've also got here the indomitable Jessica Neal. Bonjour. Oh, bonjour. Je m'appelle Lafayette. <laughs> and all of you other lifelong friends Hamilton. watching and listening across Globo. Globo? I'm so happy to be here with all of you. And also with you. Oh, thank you. Jesse, I'm going to start today by asking you a question. Yes. And I want you to answer honestly. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot of cool stuff coming up. A very fun game. I don't know what We've the game is. Super great topic. Usually, I have you don't know at least the, the title. But before we get to all of that, I would like to know if you could describe what you are eating in seven words, not naming any of the ingredients. What would you What would you say it is? Thai food made by a white man. That was a bust. Do you want me to try again? Hold on. I want you to try again. Can I say Thai food? Yeah, try not to. Okay, cool. I'm sorry. Because uh, Thai food yeah. is not an ingredient. So I just want to clarify. I know, I know. Okay. Here's the idea. I wanted you, uh, you know, like those things is like, describe your favorite movie poorly. Yes. And it's like, man crawls around in air vents forever okay. and then shoots a dude. And that's Die Hard. Man crawls around forever. And yes. Mm -hmm. I love it. Okay. Um, I can do better. Okay. Um, in seven words? Seven words. Exactly. No okay. hyphenations. No portmanteaus. No poor man's toes. Hold on. Hold on. I've got to count them before I say them. I was chosen for the Constitutional Convention. <laughs> I was chosen for the Constitutional Convention. That's seven. <laughs> That's what I'm eating. <laughs> um, let's see here. Vegetables, no meat, so good. I mean, I guess syllables and words are the same. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I'm an idiot. Vegetables, no meat. Not from this country. That'll do, everyone. I don't think That'll you're pleased. Do. <laughs> I want to please you. I'm a woman. I need to please the man. <laughs> Let's jump into our healthy competition where we play a little game today. We're going to first talk about last week's game because I forgot. Last week's game we did. Ooh. Where did this movie happen? I we forgot to look geography. on the Twitter. 
on the Twitter. We just put up a poll about six hours ago. I hey look, <laughs> I went and I looked the day of, but it was it was after eight a.m. and it wasn't up yet. And I was at You're work right. and You're I true. forgot to ask you about You're it. True. And then I forgot until today. I'm sorry. Uh, I also didn't tell you we posted it a day late because PlayStation and the pre-orders, and it made me stay up late, and I was sick. And, and a dollar excuses, short? Excuses, excuses. Were we a day late and, and a dollar, dollar short? short? Or however many dollars Navy, a PlayStation everyone. 5 is short? <laughs> we played Where Did This Movie Happen? Jesse gave us a bunch of questions about where movies happened, and I guessed them, and I got some pretty good results. Yeah, you did surprisingly well. Remember how bad you thought you were going to do? Yeah, I mean, you had to help me with quite a few of them. But like two or it was three. Really interesting. No, only two. Yeah. Um, you only got a half point on two, I think. Yeah. No, you three. True, you three. true. You true. You true. You true. Anyone take the poll in the last couple hours? No. No. Okay. This time we're gonna do it for real, though. This time we're putting up a poll when we release the episode. We're releasing the episode on time, ahead of schedule. Sometimes might say I'm gonna I'm gonna set it to go live at eight fifty nine a.m. instead of nine a.m. That's what I'm going to do. But this week, we've got a game for our healthy competition. Jesse, I need you first to close your eyes. Okay, hold on. Let me bring up the screen with Twitch on it because I yes, need to see that. Yes, bring up the screen with Twitch on it. Let me bring that screen up. I need you to close up. your eyes. Make sure I have close that screen. Close your eyes. Okay. My eyes are closed. All right. Your eyes are closed. The year is 2020. Mm. A pandemic has been unleashed across the entire oh globo. Gosh. I know what this is. Everyone is dying left and right. Except for a couple celebrities, and, right? Except for <laughs> <laughs> most, <laughs> most of the people in charge of our pandemic response are all dead or tied up in knots because of or being held hostage somewhere. not even but Republicans because they're Trumpies. All that's left... <laughs> are 12 celebrities mm. from across various medias and entertainment that are left to handle the pandemic. Jesse, open your eyes. It is Celebrity Special Forces Pandemic Response Team yes. Edition. I have just sent you a note. Yes. Okay. <gasps> I'm going to hide the people real quick. I just sent you a note. Uh, that you are welcome to reference. However, it will be on the screen, and we're going to be doing it a little bit more visually. So if you're watching the podcast, you can see us drag around these people to their tasks in real time. Here's the thing. Everyone who can make important decisions and do important things related to the pandemic is dead. These 12 celebrities are all that's left, and we need to assign them to their appropriate areas. If little Sebastian is not included... <laughs> is he not? He's been in every done. one of them. That's cool. Uh, no, you he's know what? been in literally one. He's been in literally one. I thought hold he was on, in both on, of on. them. But I take it back because no, I really don't. like what I'm seeing here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so here are the things that need to get done. We need a team of people to enforce masks and social distancing. <laughs> we need a team of people to treat infected patients. We need a team of people to work on creating a vaccine. And we need a team of people to contain misinformation. Those are the four areas of our pandemic response. We have 12 celebrities left that are alive to choose from in our Special Forces episode. Here are those celebrities. Oh are gosh, you ready? I'm so happy. We have that bitch Carol Baskins. Is, question. Yes. Is that on the list because of the Halloween costume? 
No, it is on the list because she's also on Dancing with the Stars. She is on Dancing with the Stars. Okay, I was just wondering because our brains are both thinking about Carol Baskins, that bitch. That Carol bitch, Baskins. Carol Baskins. We have Louis Arm, not Louis Armstrong, Louis Anderson as Christine Baskets. Yes, so good. From the show Baskets. We have Jennifer Aniston. We have Sonic the Hedgehog before they redid the CGI for the movie. <laughs> we have Donald Glover. We have the Target Dog. We have the Taco Bell Dog. We have Dog the Bounty Hunter. That has to be a team right there. <laughs> we have the ghost of Cheryl Crow from the future. I love she this. She died in the future and her ghost has come back to us. In Did time. you do some sort we of a weird drug crow. to come up with this? <laughs> <laughs> I love this. We have an actual crow. We have the Mucinex monster. Yes. And we have Eddie Murphy. The Those picture the you chose for left. Carol fucking Baskins. <laughs> so, Jesse, our job is to decide which ones belong to which pandemic relief uh, response team. Okay, beautiful. Uh, we have 12 celebrities. That means there are three celebrities that will be assigned to each area. We have to make sure that we choose the appropriate three for each one. I already Let's have begin. one in mind. Please do explain. The Mucinex monster? That beautiful, beautiful creature of God? Uh-huh. Mucinex Mucinex out. <laughs> <gasps> you know when you cough him out? Uh -huh. He must enforce masks and social distancing. Because if there is anything that's going to get the anti-maskers on board, it's that guy. I kind of see where you're going. I kind of see where you're going. Uh, uh, so much of this virus and the reason that people are um, are uh, not taking it as seriously is because it is kind of invisible. Like, you can't see it. Invisible. And you, d and you get infected, and some people literally don't even show symptoms. And then all these people are locked behind the hospital walls. You can't see your loved ones as they're in there. Like, you, you literally can't see the aftermath and the people who are destroyed from it. So it's like... If there's anything more visible to be disgusted by and say, I don't want that in my mouth, it's the Mucinex man. It, it's enough to make me not want a sinus infection, and I get at least two of those a year. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I'm going to I'm gonna be on board with that, and we're going to drag Mucinex man up here to under-enforce Max. He's so gross. Like when he's sitting in his little recliner up in your sinuses watching TV. <laughs> he's nasty. Yes. <laughs> what a nasty ass. Uh, yeah, I'm on board with that. I, I also wanted to preface, before we go any further with this, uh, obviously we are not making light of the hundreds of thousands mm. of people that have died of COVID. Mm -mm. Um, we are making light of our terrible response from our president. Uh, we are uh, asking that everyone here realize the satire that's going on and obviously say, yes, masks are important, everyone. Social distancing is important. These things are real. This is a comedy and podcast. And we also to keep from trying. To We're crying. here to make <laughs> jokes and sometimes be serious. And this is not a, ser a serious moment. <laughs> I mean, with All right, that so bitch Carol man. Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> that, bitch, that bitch Carol Baskin. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so we have Mucinex Man under enforced masks and social distancing. <laughs> I, I have another thought. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Just because everybody thinks that bitch Carol Baskin killed her dead husband or, or her missing husband. I want her to be on the contain misinformation team. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> she knows how to spin a story, take a piece of information, oh, and completely <laughs> destroy it or Carol refute it. Baskin. Do you remember? Can we just take a moment to remember when Tiger King came out and what a beautiful uniting moment of the coronavirus quarantine that was? Yeah, yeah, it was beautiful. A beautiful. I'm moment. gonna agree. I'm gonna agree to putting that bitch Carol Baskin under contained misinformation for now, just because oh, she's good at spinning a. I'm just seeing the beautiful photograph you put of the, of the Mucinex monster. He's such a handsome guy. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to throw out another for contained misinformation. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put up the ghost of Cheryl Crow from the future. <laughs> mm. Mm. Because if anyone knows how this plays out and what ended up being the truth, does this all disappear after the election? Did we all die? Is it a hoax? It's going to be someone from the it's future. That and I think that's Cheryl, Cheryl Crow's Crow. ghost. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch Cheryl Crow's ghost. I think that's perfect. I completely agree. Right. 100%. Separately, I can't for the life of me right now remember any Sheryl Crow songs. Do you know any Sheryl Crow songs off the top of your head? Wasn't she in that song with um, Kid Rock? I hopped in at the hotel. Oh, I sent your picture away. <laughs> Where you been? I oh, can't look at you. It sounds like Kid Rock and Sheryl Crow. They sound like a duo. It's the wrong tune. That's the only Sheryl Crow song I can remember. Play me some Cheryl Crow songs. What does it come up with? In the end. We're going to get flagged for copyright. Same old, same, where have you been? I can't look at you. I'm done. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to throw another one out there. I'm going to throw another one out there. Jennifer Aniston for creating a vaccine. Oh, yeah. She is somehow immortal. And her, she's she been age. through it. She has been through it. Something about her blood is important to figuring out the cure for this. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, Jennifer Aniston, you're going to go help us create a vaccine. And I feel like she's a cool person, genuinely. And also, there was recently, like, a screen cap of her talking to Brad Pitt recently and like Brad Pitt's got the long hair and he looks all fucked up and she's wearing the serial killer glasses and there's just something about Jennifer Aniston wearing serial killer glasses that's just like I trust her something (laughs) yeah something about that (laughs) god do you remember in horrible bosses when she was just wearing the doctor's coat you were so into it sexually assaulting Charlie also was (laughs) Oh, Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> also, remember in that movie when they were trying to peanut poison their boss, who is now canceled, and <laughs> yes. um, Charlie Day was like, how peanut are you going to pass up on savings like that? It's just <laughs> skipping. It's my, I quote, how are you going to pass up on savings like that? Almost four times a year. <laughs> what are we going to do with these dogs? Okay, we got to figure out the dogs because... Like, one part of my heart wants to put all three of them on one team, but the other Mm -hmm. part of my heart says that is way too obvious. And I want to follow that part of my heart because I don't like being obvious. My my heart is telling me Dog the Bounty Hunter is a man of the law. 
He hunts people down Masks and, social and enforces distancing. the law. But at the same time, looking at Dog the Bounty Hunter, he's probably the person who's saying, this is a hoax, I'm not going to wear a mask. So if there's anyone who doesn't believe in whatever this is, I believe it's probably Dog the Bounty Hunter. And if Dog the Bounty Hunter is listening, which we know he's not, <laughs> <laughs> and you are the opposite of what we think, I'm sorry, but I'm totally with you. <laughs> So where's he going to go? Part of me is like, you know, you know how if you want someone to do something and they're not into it, you kind of like make them in charge of doing it. Yeah. And then they like let the power go to their head and then they're like, oh, no, I guess I'll do it. Or now that I see that it's important and I'm enforcing it. Yeah. Maybe we do just put him on masks and social distancing. Can we put him there for now and move him later if we need to? Sure. I will Let's take the picture that. labeled dog. <laughs> Which happens to be the only one who's not a dog. <laughs> and then I do have an, a, an idea for one of the other dogs. Okay. So the target dog, strictly because he is the target dog, that makes mm -hmm. me think mm -hmm. of a dart. Which makes me think of a syringe. You're throw a dart at his eyeball? Obviously. <laughs> no, the dart makes me think of a syringe. And you're throwing a syringe at a target, which is a virus. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so the target dog is the dart to the target bullseye. And so as the target dog is to target, the syringe is to the virus. So I think we should place this one under creating a vaccine or so, treating the infected patients maybe that's treating what the infected uh, that's what patients I'm thinking. because treating i feel like the target is more be the patient oh, right if, if he's he has to know some science stuff he has like creating a vaccine is is more than administering the vaccine yeah yeah, you're, you're totally right all that the Here's target the dog thing. needs to know is how to wipe with the alcohol swab Put it uh -huh. in the arm. I'm assuming I haven't had a COVID vaccine because none exists and I'm not in any of the trials. Um, but then you do it <laughs> and then you take it out and you put a Band-Aid on, perhaps with some gauze, just like when you get a, a flu shot or any other shot. Um, perhaps the HPV shot. I've had that because I went to college and they made me. I went to college. You went to college? <laughs> <laughs> I don't brag or anything, but I'm in debt. <laughs> um, I'm okay with that. Uh, um, to add one more thing to why he should be under, sorry, it should be under treat infected patients. I don't want to assume yeah. that. You don't want to assume it's. I can't. His leg is obstructing his gen its genitals. Its leg is obstructing its genitals. I cannot see. And I don't um, know that we've seen in any of the commercials. Probably not. And undoubtedly, the original Target, target dog, dog is dead now. Ads. Yeah. And there have but, been others. But here's another thing. Think, uh, treating infected patients, think of it like the clown at the children's hospital. Like, you mm -hmm. need something there to cheer people up. You need a dog. Mm. Speaking of dogs, the, the United States, while, has, while most of our communication is in English, we are a multilingual nation. Um, and I do believe that we need to be able to put out information and contain misinformation in English and Spanish. And 
if I may piggyback on that, there's been mm-hmm. a lot of misinformation about immigrants and immigration. Exactly. And the Taco Bell dog, as I recall, is not an American. The Taco Bell dog, however, does might speak be an American. Spanish. Might have, might have immigrated and become a citizen, but was not originally. Perhaps. Excuse me. Uh, so I'm going to vote for putting the Taco Bell dog under contained misinformation. 100%. Everyone, here's the thing. Everyone understands and cares about social issues when celebrities step up and start caring about it and showing things. So when, when the Taco Bell dog comes out and says, hi, I'm an immigrant and I'm also a good person or a good dog. And I also did not invent or spread COVID maliciously. Uh, only on accident. (laughs) Celebrities are people too. They're just like us. He was an immigrant. Not everyone should, not everyone who's an immigrant is bad. They'll see the Taco Bell dog. So it's it's a (laughs) win-win-win. Some people suck. Some people don't. It doesn't matter where they come from. Putin? That's science. Russia. He's a bad man. Okay. Okay. So here's what we have. We have left. I, let's go. Who we've assigned? Go through who we have left and figure it out. So, right now, enforcing masks and social Fucking distancing, Eddie we Murphy. have the Mucinex monster, and we have Dog the Bounty Hunter. Mm-hmm. For treating infected patients, we only have Bullseye the Target Dog right now. Creating the vaccine, we have Jennifer Aniston and her immortal DNA. Obvious. And containing misinformation, that team is finished. It is full with the Taco Bell dog, the ghost of Cheryl Crow from the future, and that bitch, Carol Baskins. Fucking Carol Baskins. Actually, I would like to propose uh, the idea of mm-hmm, moving mm-hmm. Carol Baskins to treating infected patients. Only because... Uh, I'm, I'm willing to hear your argument. I... I like her in containing misinformation, but she not only has owned and operated her own wildcat sanctuary, but as I recall hearing, she now has the um, the Tiger King one. That what's his name? Uh, took that over. one has been shut down. Actually, no, not that one. The one that that one was shut down. But then remember, um, have you seen the? You saw the Netflix show. Yes. The one guy with the wife, and he's like, "I'm gonna have the. We've got a sexy nanny or whatever that got pregnant. He yeah. took over that. That one closed, and they opened a new one. I think, and I think she got that one. Okay. I'm not I'm not familiar. And it might not be that one, but I, I think she got one of the she got one of the parks that ti- the Tiger King was at least somehow involved in. But okay. even if that wasn't part of it, she owns and operates this sanctuary for wildcats. Right. And so that re- that comes along with treating these animals for sure, any you've got illness. Rehabilitation. Exactly. You've rehabilitation, got, yep. vaccines. She okay. she's got to have some kind of veterinary background. Right. And maybe she doesn't uh you know if if a surgery is needed, maybe she doesn't perform the surgery, but she knows where to go to get them treated. Like this is nothing new to her. So And there's one extra benefit to that. If someone does die of COVID, she can feed them to a tiger. 
That way their dead corpse does not further spread the virus. Exactly. <clears throat> and that prolongs the wild cats that are endangered. That prolongs their That's life right. and their species. That, you're saying a lot of good things there. You're saying a lot of good things about that bitch Carol Baskins. That bitch Carol Baskins. So I'm going to move that bitch over to treat infected patients. I just think she'd be more um, well-suited there. I think we would get more from her there. I think you're right. I think you're right. That bitch. Okay, so here's who we have left. We still have to assign Louie Anderson from <laughs> as Christine Baskets from the show Baskets. Mm. Sonic mm -hmm. the Hedgehog before they redid the CGI. Donald Glover, a real crow, and Eddie Murphy. Hmm. Mm. Sorry. I brought mine. Food, not from this country made by a white man in the mouth. <laughs> Vegetables so, and meat. <laughs> no meat, no meat. Vegetables, no meat. No meat. I forget what this was. Loser. L is for loser. That's my right hand. But is oh, it... well, it's mirrored on my screen, yeah. Oh my God. As a kid, I didn't get it. I was like, these are both L's. <laughs> 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 I was like, I was looking at the way my skin in between my thumb and my uh, index finger. I was like, is it different? <laughs> I was like, they're both? I didn't get it. Anyways. <laughs> I think it would be Ooh. great. So you know how birds, especially pigeons, you know, everybody's like, oh, they spread disease, blah, blah, blah. Oh, don't get near, like, especially pigeons, but just birds in general mm -hmm. are like, they spread disease, they're gross, they're, they're nasty, they're diseased, whatever. I think a crow containing misinformation would be chef's kiss. You wouldn't sorry, expect what? it. <laughs> <laughs> because it might just be totally crazy. I mean, and maybe it's enforced masks and social distancing. I don't know. But you're always told birds spread disease. But what if you had a bird that didn't spread disease and told you about it? And they could be the mascot, not only for the coronavirus and, and, and getting everybody on board, but also for eliminating the misinformation about birds. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to say, pause with me. on that one. I'm not, I'm not with you 100 percent on that one. But right. if we have to come down to, like, if that's all we've got left, that's all we've got left. All I'm gonna right. put, I'm gonna put two things out there. One, enforce masks and social distancing. Mm. We've got someone who's like, look at me, I'm disgusting. Do you want me in your mouth? No, put a mask on. We've got someone who says, if you don't put the mask on, I'm going to fucking arrest you. We also have a lot of ground to cover. The world is very big. There are a lot of people. We could use Sonic's speed to cover a lot of ground very quickly to enforce all of this mask wearing. Or to treat infection infected patients. If he's fast, okay. we okay. gotta have okay. him treat infected patients, right? Cause like, okay, Sonic, you're in Kentucky. We need you in Kazakhstan. And he's gonna just <laughs> speed over there and save those people. 
that that were about to die there. And then like, oh, you're in Kazakhstan? We need you in Lebanon. And then he runs to Lebanon. But if we enforce the masks and social distancing, we won't need to treat any infected patients. Like That's they, a good there will be point. fewer patients. That's a good point. Okay, so I think all right, this is what it's going to come down to. Um we've got to think about the anti-maskers. Oh, you just had Sorry, a thought. Just, Do you want to express a, a thought I you had? I had a brilliant thought. Go ahead. Eddie Murphy once played Buddy Love in The Nutty Professor, <laughs> who was a scientist that made a concoction that turned him skinny. He's going to come up that with That guy a knows a little bit about science and needs to create a vaccine. Yeah, you're right. You're totally right. Yep. I don't know. All right, Eddie. I don't know that that eliminates Sonic yet, but I think you're totally right about where Eddie should be. Yeah, 100%. Now, I think for Sonic, we need to discuss. There, because it seems we're torn between enforcing, enforcing masks and social distancing and treating infected patients. Now, I think it can I'm work with, for both. He could work for both, 100%. Because uh -huh. enforcing masks and social distancing is going to bring down the need to treat infected patients. Now, what we need to consider when deciding where to put him, or them, I don't know, is Sonic a boy? Them. Sonic is a boy. He's a boy? Okay. Um, He's a boy, Chog. When defining where, or deciding where to put Sonic, we need to discuss... The pros and cons or the what we think the effectiveness is. Do we think he's going to be able to get more people that aren't willing to wear masks or social distance to wear masks and social distance? Or do we think <clears throat> he's going to be better suited to treat the patients that become infected because because of other, you know, because of the the not wearing masks and social distancing? And that therein lies the conundrum. The I'm going to. There's one thing that has pushed me over. Okay, perfect. Into allowing Sonic to treat infected patients. Okay. Sonic is a hedgehog. A hedgehog is a rodent. Rodents are known for spreading disease. They're not rodents. Disease. Then as, I'm still torn. As a mother to a dead hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God my hedgehog's dead. <laughs> Continue though. They're in the family of the shrew. Uh, I, I was going to say, like, you know, rodents or small animals like that are known for spreading disease. So we probably wouldn't want them trying to keep disease from spreading by enforcing masks. We'd probably want him treating people who are already sick. That's a good point. And hedgehogs have quills, which can potentially be hollowed to use <gasps> as syringes. There you go. There you go. All right. Sonic, going to treat infected patients. I just think... I also I, wanted to, um, <laughs> just to call out, Matt from Rhode Island in the chat, <laughs> just jumping in hot saying, who the hell did I hit? <laughs> we need to have Wilford Brimley in one of these. <laughs> Matt from Rhode Island. He had an elephant for a pet and had 10 wives at once. Doc Antler, who's talking about the Tiger King guy. Okay, okay, so here we go. We have three, three people left. We have Christine Baskets. Louis Anderson is Christine Baskets from Baskets. We have Donald Glover, oh, and we have a, a crow. An actual <laughs> we crow. To, we have one spot left on each of these three teams, enforce masks and social distancing, create a vaccine, and contain misinformation. Oh, man. I Here think... we go. Donald Glover. Yes. Donald Glover. He is a an icon 
across many different medias, music, television, movies, and he's someone that everyone loves and pays attention to. I feel he's like He's wonderful in so many ways. I just love him. He is. He's a great spokesperson to convince people. We talked about You're celebrities right. leading the charge and convincing people about things. Cheryl Crow's dead body ghost can come back, tell him the information, he can be the mouthpiece and talk yes. about dog can translate. Yes. You know, originally I was wanting him to be under creating a vaccine because he's so wonderful and so good and clearly just a genius. I mean, did you see the episode of Atlanta where we didn't even know it was him until halfway through? Yeah. He's wonderful. But I think you are completely right. You are totally correct. Okay. So now which one's better at creating a vaccine? Christine Baskets or a crow? <laughs> I think a crow, because they can peck the hole where the vaccine goes. <laughs> and Carol Baskins they can peck is hole. Carol Baskins. So maybe you don't want to be so close to her because she's <laughs> Dasante. She's just a weirdo. Ooh, ooh. She's like your weird neighbor you just pretend you're not at home for. <laughs> <laughs> I have an idea. Mm -hmm. The crow. Yes. Can serve multiple purposes. Mm -hmm. The crow can enforce masks. Mm -hmm. It can it, it can call upon its crow friends. Ah, fight milk, and they can all go and like carrier pigeons deliver masks all over the world mm -hmm. by dropping them off, like like Amazon drones. And if someone is not wearing their mask or social distancing, they can fucking peck their eyes out. And just like the birds, maybe we can find a way. For this real crow's beak <clears throat> to poke a hole where the vaccine goes. <laughs> to poke a hole where the vaccine goes? No. To, for their beak to act as a stapler. So if you don't want... Remember the story <laughs> of the girl who got her ear pierced, but like... <laughs> with the, with the, like the earpiece of the... Did, did you hear about this? I have no idea what you're talking about. It was about. like towards the beginning of this whole process, of this whole situation, this girl went and got her ears pierced while wearing a mask. And the person who pierced her ears just did a really terrible job and got the earpiece that go of the of her face mask, pierced it through her ear. <laughs> so, I know, I feel so terrible for this girl. But maybe if there are people not wearing masks, we can get this real crow to go around and like essentially staple them to their ears. And it's like, sorry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I think that's just the most convincing argument for putting a crow <laughs> on the enforced social distancing or enforced mask and social distancing. Okay. Which leaves us with Christine Baskets for creating a vaccine. Dasante. Now, I don't want us to just say she's there because... We had she nowhere else to put picked. her. So, like, <laughs> what, what, why Christine Baskets? She's for creating the a vaccine? mother. Why does she make sense there? Christine Baskets is the mother to both of the Baskets twins. That's true. And I don't remember their names, but one the Baskets twins and the other pair of Baskets twins. She's a mother to two sets of twins, a single mother. That's right. Which means. She raised both sets of twins on her own. 
Were the first set of twins adopted? I think so, yeah. I think so. So not only did she adopt and raise a set of twins on her own, she then had a set of twins, unless they were adopted as well, but I'm pretty sure they were her biological children, and raised them on her own. And the original set of twins were both very successful, you know, as I recall. Um, they, they were both successful and, you know, kind of flew the coop and were, yeah, DJs and they mm-hmm. were, you know, they were set. But the second set of twins needed some love, some TLC. One was a, a failed, I am a clown, a, a failed French <laughs> clown. And the other one, what was he, a janitor at a community college? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm something something and the dean <laughs> he was the dean right. of a school of a college right like, she that's was... a loaded gun I could have shot you in the mouth <laughs> <laughs> what was the thing he said about condoms <laughs> he had his car oh all... <laughs> fuck I cannot remember something like prophylactic I, just the way he said prophylactic was uh, that show is god, that so, show is so good um I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put one more very convincing argument out there Please. for Christine Baskets on creating a vaccine. She is intimately familiar with Costco, buying and distributing intimately. in bulk. When we need to create a vaccine and then distribute that vaccine mm-hmm. in bulk across the world, mm-hmm. she's our gal. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. And she's okay. a strong, okay. independent woman, and she don't need no man exactly except right. for her four sons. Except for the carpet king. <laughs> <laughs> and the carpet king. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've created our our four teams. Here they are. I'm. This is the best one we've done. I'm so proud this of this This is great. One. This is great. Number one, enforce masks and social distancing. These are the celebrities. The Mucinex man. So people look at it and go, oh, I don't want to get sick. Mask. Dog the Bounty Hunter to enforce it with guns and the law. And then an actual crow to staple girls' ears masks. Ears or masks boys or non-gendered, non-binary their, folk. <laughs> you're right. Peck out the people of eyes who disobey. And then Amazon drone-style delivery masks across the world. <laughs> On the treating infected patients team, we have the bullseye dog. <laughs> because you throw syringes at a target. And the patients are the targets. (laughs) And also he's there to cheer up the patients in the hospital. And then we have uh, Sonic the Hedgehog because he's very fast and he can treat patients across the globe very quickly and effectively. Efficiently, sorry, not necessarily effectively. And then that bitch Carol Baskins has some kind of medical knowledge (laughs) from maintaining her tiger sanctuaries. And keeps cats alive. With her dead husband. On (laughs) (laughs) On our Create a Vaccine team. We have Carol Baskins, Louis, Arms- Louis Anderson as Carol Baskins from Baskets. Emmy Award no, part, winning fuck, fuck. Louis Anderson as Carol Louis Baskins. Louis Anderson as, and these are too similar and that's why I chose them. Louis Anderson as Christine Baskets, not Carol Baskins <laughs> from Baskets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, because she's intimately familiar with Costco as a bulk delivery network and shopping experience. Jennifer Aniston, because clearly her DNA is the key to anything in t- uh, pertaining to mortality and eternal life. Mm-hmm. And Eddie Murphy, because he knows a thing or two about science and potions from his time as Buddy Love. As Finally, the clumps. <laughs> containing misinformation. 
We have Donald Glover as the mouthpiece because everyone loves Donald Glover and will listen to him. We have the Taco Bell dog delivering that message in many different languages so that it reaches more people and creating empathy for others that the um, the racist people of the world might say. Uh, and then we have the the, the ghost of Cheryl Crow from the future coming back to inform us of what information was in fact correct. This is perfect. Jesse, this is fantastic. I want us uh, I want to grab a screenshot of this Please afterwards do. from the recording. Absolutely. Uh, so I, I want us to look I need you to look down into your left. Okay. And then I'm gonna also look down. To my and left, that's we're just over gonna here. Look like really surprised, or maybe we'll have some thumbs up. <laughs> and looking down at the people. Perfect. Perfect. Oh yeah, because I'm backwards <laughs> on this. Okay, I get it. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna screen grab. We're gonna screen grab. Great, wonderful. That is it <laughs> for our healthy competition this week. Do you agree with our placing? Is there anyone you would have placed in a different spot? Honestly, if you're wrong, I think I already disagree. And if you're wrong, <laughs> the way that I said it, I, you're wrong. <laughs> but please oh, tell me man. I love All you right. anyway. And we can Head talk about Apple it. Idiots on Twitter. Let us know. And we have a, an honest discussion to take place right now. Last week, we talked about, we rated, we ranked the best pieces of furniture to sit on that were not intended for sitting. We all know how that turned out. Obviously, railings, number one. Hundred. What were the rest? Go find out. Percent. 100%. Uh, this week, so good. Jesse, you've brought a topic that is, uh, what kind of 1930s hobo would you be? Yep. Please elaborate. So I want to talk about taco. I want to taco about. <laughs> I want to talk about there taco are bell dog. One, two, three, four, five different categories that I want to discuss. Now these are like five categories of hobo as defined by like Webster's Dictionary or something like that, or no, just by how I understand 1930s hobos. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So appearance, meaning your general clothing and your accessories. Do you have the hat that looks like an opened can of beans, or do you have? <laughs> do you have? Casey says this is called a bindle. I'm not familiar with the term, but it's oh, the, essentially the, the stick, and stick, stick and bindle. With the yeah, with the thing like the 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 blanket, the bandana with that's, your or, yeah, can that's of tied beans up. in it <laughs> that you eventually turn into a hat. <laughs> yep, exactly. So, like, how are you dressed? What are you carrying? Your personality. What what are your quirks? Like, what kind of a person are you? Your diet. Do you eat just beans? Do you stalk homeowners? kitchen windows and steal their pies do you eat mm. trash like what do you eat how do you find <laughs> i eat i'm sorry um what do you eat what is your preferred travel method are you uh jumping on the train kind of a person are you a back of the corn truck kind of a person do you walk <laughs> do you get um Casey said, you know those um like in the cartoons where you pump you pump the train yeah, it's uh, the, platform the cart, thing? The train, it's, not a, yeah. it's not a train car. Do you have a hobo a... friend you pump with? That sounds dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Do you and, have a hobo friend you pump with? <laughs> <laughs> and what are your general activities? Do you go around stealing pies? Do you travel towns, help to different towns, helping people? Do you just sleep 
on a park bench? Do you play chess? Are you the chess guy? Um, there was a guy, um, a homeless man in my old neighborhood who just hung outside of the Walgreens, smoking cigarettes, chatting up the people that came in and out, just like he was that, you know, like a friendly guy, just smoking and just hanging out outside of the Walgreens. Like, what are your general activities? What do you do to fill your days? Do you have an idea on any of this? I, I can let you know some background. So okay, perfect. My understanding of hobos <laughs> comes from a few different areas. Uh, first and foremost comes from the movie Dennis the Menace with Walter Matthau. When Dennis gets kidnapped by the hobo. Mm-hmm. And yes, they are hanging out under that overpass. Oh, yeah. Are fire. you an under They're a bridge kind of a hobo? Yep, under a bridge, eating beans, cuts it, cuts the apple with a knife. You always got to eat apple nice apple slices with a knife. Yep. Uh, my other my other touchstone for hobos is E.T. Elliot's older brother on Halloween. I don't know if he was dressing as like a specific hobo, but I remember him dressing like a hobo. So he had like the 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 makeup on scruff. Yeah. He had. Uh, I believe he had a, a butcher's cleaver through his head. Nice. Oh, one of the Jim, was it, is it Jim, no, Steve Martin ones? Like, just like the arrow, but a butcher's cleaver? Yeah, yeah, I think, I'm gonna Google it right now. Uh, E.T. Halloween costumes screenshot. Because I'm not gonna, I don't want, like, a costume of E.T. I want to see the boys. Um, no, that's, that's not what I want. Um... I'm just getting a lot of Halloween costumes of E.T. This one. Halloween. Hold on. Uh, E.T.'s friend's brother. I don't know if you can see this very well, but well-hung Highlander came up, and it's a Highlander with a giant penis. <laughs> I mean, if that's not a Halloween costume, I don't know what is. Um, anyway, so that's, that's my second touchstone for hobos. Uh, a third one would be... From the show Baskets, the traveling band of gypsies. Exactly, yes. On the back of the train, they do a lot of heroin. She gets pregnant. That's right, she does. That's, and she gets are, a job at Arby's, right? And then, at, well, there were yep, two of them, right? Exactly right. The, guy who became, the other guy with the, he had dreads, I think? There no, the ICP guy, the insane clown posse guy. ICP guy, well, he was not part of the hobos. He actually just wanted to be a clown at right. the rodeo. He did not do well there, and so he instead got a job at Arby's. I'm sorry, my dog is having a dream, and she's whimpering in her sleep. <laughs> That's why I looked away. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. They were clowns uh, They were clowns together somewhere else. You're right. But then that guy and the girl from the, from the train, they got together, right? And that's how yes. she got pregnant, right? Yes. I don't, I don't remember if that's how, they got, how she got pregnant, no, she got pregnant from the other guy, like who was the leader of the band. She of was Gypsies. already pregnant. Right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So those are my touchstones for for hobos. I think 100% you have to have a stick and bindle. Now, what I'm going to update this. You said 1930s hobo. I'm going to be a 1930s hobo in present day. Oh, my gosh. Yes, it's so Portland. Mm hmm, mm hmm. What goes in my stick and bindle now? Now, remember, stick and bindle can hold maybe the size of, like, a toy basketball that you throw into a hoop on the back of your door. 
I once attempted to run away from home because my brother, uh, who's in the middle of the three of us, so I'm the youngest, David is the oldest, and Chris is in the middle, and he and I always fought. And he and I got in this huge fight. And I was about to, I mean, I was making my own bindle because I was obsessed with pointer sticks like teachers had when I was a kid. (laughs) (laughs) And so I had one and I had my baby blanket and I went and I was putting stuff in it and I was tying it up. And David, my older brother's, one of his best friends who was over, God rest his soul, he died. Nobody knows what happened. He just died. Uh, Not to make it sad, it's been many years, but um, he came in, he goes, Jesse, you're doing it all wrong. (laughs) And he taught me how to pack it up to tie it so I could leave. Fucking motherfucker. Um, You gotta have that because you're not gonna, I mean, are you gonna carry a suitcase? That's so now. No, no. Uh, I also have a a similar running away from home story. Uh, I did this on multiple occasions, but I think the furthest I got was I ran into my front yard and uh, there, there are three trees in the front yard, and now they are about maybe eight feet, or sorry, eight inches in diameter. Uh, back then, I'm sure they were like three-inch wide trees, and I hid behind the tree. That's where I ran away from home, to go hide behind the trees, and so no one would find me. And I brought only a box of Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have made it. <laughs> I would not have made it. But I will update it today to say my stick and bindle includes... A box of Honey Nut Cheerios. Definitely. But obviously you can't fit a full box. So it's one of those like tiny breakfast box ones you get at a continental breakfast at a hotel. Yep. I think my bindle yep. would have like some Cliff Bars, either the chocolate chip ones or the peanut butter ones. What about the white chocolate macadamia nut? I know you like those. I don't. Yeah, they're good. I think well, I'd have the, to do the, the peanut butter ones? ones. Hmm? What are the green ones? Ugh, are those the mint ones? No, 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 no. The cliff, the green cliff bars are like, um, shoot. They had, I think they were like a cinnamony flavor almost. Were they? I don't remember. I think I lived probably with you, that's have one, to that's go with, I remember I would, you buying. Say again? That's the ones I remember you buying when I lived with you is the green ones. Really? Yeah. Let me do a Google. What were they? Green cliff bar. I think I'd have to go with the peanut butter ones now because they're going to have the most protein. As far of uh, of the ones that oh, I they like. are oatmeal raisin walnut bars. Yes, that is the one I used to get because yep. I like oatmeal raisin a lot. But I think the peanut butter ones would probably have more protein, so I'd probably have to stay are with peanut butter. Are you talking about the butter. nut butter filled ones? No, they're the just like flavored ones. Yeah, peanut butter flavored. It's just like nut okay. peanut peanuts and like broken up to make the the bar and whatever else goes in it. Right, That's right, gonna right, require, right, right. You know, honestly. The peanut butter ones are gonna require more water because I get I get more thirsty. I think I have yeah. to go with the oatmeal raisin. I would I would go with oatmeal raisin cliff bars and some cucumbers. You could probably fit like four <laughs> cliff bars and that's it. Um, I'm getting a big blanket, man. It's, I'm gonna have no I'm gonna have <laughs> it's gonna be like a big blanket, but it's gonna have like Six different sticks, and I'm gonna have three on each side. <laughs> <to hold up. laughs> 
You're going to carry it like people would carry sticks with buckets of water on either side Ex- yep. back from the well. And on either side, it's just going to be two giant blanket, blankets full of oatmeal raisin. Of oatmeal raisin bars. cliff bars. And I get yep. some like, I don't know. I'd probably bring some water to start and then try and find a source of water to stay near. Oh, 100%. And I know at first 100%. that would come along with some diarrhea, but I would eventually get used to it. <laughs> um i want to get having you know longer hair i want a hat of some kind and i love it's such a stereotype but i love the idea of the like abe lincoln hat that's open like a can of beans yeah (laughs) i think i would just have to do that just to be like that would be my way of owning of owning it of being like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, this is what I've chosen. This is my life. That would be my Mr. Holland's opus. That would be, I'd be like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the idea of that. Um, when it comes to preferred travel method, I don't even know. I'm oh, not going to hitchhike or walk I got this 100%. As, a, as a woman. No, here's what you do. It is 2020 right now. There are a lot of those like Lyft and Bird and motorized scooters all over the sidewalk that no one's using. Everywhere. Uh huh. Where did uh-huh. they come from? I don't even see because you got you've got the the divvy bike things everywhere, and you see those. Where do these scooters come from? <laughs> Where? So they're everywhere. <laughs> they're all over the streets. I take one. I'm gonna steal and somebody's you know card have- and take one. Yeah, well, you don't even have to steal a card. You can just like beat the shit out of the motor and break it somehow so that you can just use it as a regular Razor scooter. Mm. That's me as a hobo. I got my, my Honey Nut Cheerios, the little Continental Breakfast Packet in my stick and bindle, the appropriately sized stick and bindle <laughs> on my broken ass scooter going down the streets of some big city because that's where I can find how the scooter. Gonna, how are you going to balance yourself <laughs> on the scooter? I at least have... It's balanced on both sides, so I can pull the sticks down, tie them to my wrists, balance, right, right. and then hold the hold the handlebars. But good luck going down the sidewalk with the two giant sticks protruding out from either side of you. I'll I'll take a I'll find myself some rope, and I'll <laughs> I'll pull them down and tie them to my to my wrists, and then tie them to my body as well to my torso, my upper torso, like around course, my arms. Of course. So that I have enough room to move my my arms out to hold on to the handlebars, but I can't move them up or whatever, and the rope holds them in place. I thought this through. <laughs> <laughs> I also I am not a um, I, I can't I can't be smelly and gross and not brush my teeth and stuff like that. So in my bindle, I'm also going to keep a packet of wet wipes. To self shower on the sidewalk with the wet wipes. You're gonna have to be smelly and gross. You're a hobo. No, because here's the thing. Here's the thing that I learned in the pandemic. If you are homeless and you just walk into a Walgreens, you can pick up anything you want off the shelf and just walk out at normal speed, and no one will say. Did that happen in San Francisco? That happened every single time I went to Walgreens in San Francisco, (laughs) no matter what time of day. (laughs) So that's what I'll do. 
I'll just I'll have my bindle and I can fit one pack of wet wipes and one tiny box of honey nut Cheerios in it. And honestly, you could probably just sneak those into your crotch inside of a drugstore yeah. and walk out. Yeah, you you literally don't even have to sneak them. This guy was just like, "All right, I'm gonna get like a six pack of soda." He went over, grabbed some cookies, and then on his way out, he's he he was almost to the door, and then he saw a bag of chips. He walked back, picked up a bag of Doritos, and just kept walking out the door. And they and the did they the see him? And he, they didn't they do just, anything. Yeah, they didn't even say, "Sir, sir, are you gonna pay for?" They were just looked at him, went back to doing whatever they were doing. <laughs> The Good homeless for that took guy. over the city. Good for that yeah. guy. Honestly. I think I'm going to be like the friendly hobo as well. Where it's like, I don't Jesse, know. Because you got to find the, the right balance hobo, the between friendly you know. <laughs> and like people being scared of you thinking you're nuts. If you're a home, like, I, I don't want to stereotype because that's bad. But, yeah. but if a friend, like, if, oh my gosh, I feel so bad. I just, I know that there is the preconceived notion within all of us that needs to be confronted that if there is, an, if there is a friendly homeless person, they want something from you. And that's awful. That's so awful. But that's what I want to be. I want to be the friendly one. You want to change the narrative. I want to change the narrative because from you the can inside. Have... Say again. You want to change it from the inside. The system's broken, and there's no way to fix it without it going is broken. In, becoming a hobo. Homelessness is also quite systemic. Let's be real. But, oh hell yeah! But I want to. Ah, that's what I want. I want to be. I want to be a friendly homeless person. The friendly hobo, and I want to. I want to change the narrative. I do. I want. I want to. Yeah, I'm not going to I've lived in Chicago for 8 years and the city has not hardened me. And if it hasn't hardened me in 8 years, I'm going to be a friendly hobo. That's just the way it is. And I'm going to talk gonna to people. I'm going to throw one more wrinkle in there. Yeah, throw it. Uh, the last wrinkle that I think I'm going to throw on this is that homeless and hobo are not necessarily identical terms. Yes, yes. I caught myself thinking. Hobo thank implies you. travel. Hobo yes. implies travel. We have to be bouncing around from place to place. Yes. Thank you. As I as I was as I was speaking and I caught myself saying homeless versus hobo, I, I tried very much to like cut off my cut myself off from saying homeless to going to hobo because they are very different. And uh Hobo, I don't really know if if hobo is a uh, like a like a lifestyle, like a like a choice or not, but they are very different. From my understanding, the hobo who kidnapped Dennis the Menace did choose that lifestyle. It was a, cho it was a chosen and, lifestyle. Kind of like the gutter the, punks. The gypsy hobos in baskets very chose much chose that, that lifestyle. lifestyle. Jumping from house. Remember, they just went into that person's house right. and they started doing heroin. They yes. were all like fucking fucked up in the living room and then they came home. And Right. It, right. It's, they're kind of like... Um, like, do you remember the, like, the guys, this sounds, now that I'm saying this, this sounds like a terrible term. The gutter, excuse me, gutter punks. Oh, yeah. Yep. That sounds like a terrible, terrible term. Now that I'm, now that you actually think about it, now that we're, it's 2020 and we're, and we're thinking about all of these things. But like the people that are about our age or early 20s that are hanging out with their dogs with signs like beer and you know what I mean? 
Um, they're probably the modern day 1930s hobos. Out that of the internet a, yeah. freeze, motherfucker. I can still hear you. Your video is just frozen. Can you hear me? Are you there? You're back. Yes. My internet froze. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I still heard you. I still heard you. We just didn't see your face for a while. You were just for frozen. A while. You were frozen too. M- wait, move real quick. I want to make sure back. I'm not frozen again. You're back again. to being like that again. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Wait, am I frozen again or are you doing a bit? Hey, everyone. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Chad Michaelin is here. What's happening? Jesse's gone, which means I can talk all about her. <laughs> Jesse loves broccoli. Mike? <laughs> twist. Michelle. Bet you didn't see that one coming, Michelle. did you? Let's see you in Mexico. Oh, uh, shit. We're going to go to a quick little hold screen for a second. We'll be right back. All right, we're back from our technical difficulties. We've got internet again. Jesse is adjusting her strap. I'm sorry. My strap. What kind of strap? My strap on? Ooh. Watch for strap? my bra strap? Dick? Hat strap? It's my it's my strap on for my eighth penis. Oh! Made of high density silicone that you can put in the dishwasher. And it doesn't melt. <laughs> I don't know if that is a, a real thing, but I think that's a good place to uh, to kind of wrap up our hobo discussion. Honestly, yeah, I think we would yeah, be we cool. Modernize the hobo. Fun, friendly hobos. I'm gonna have a cool hat. That's right. Your Abe Lincoln can of soup hat or can of beans hat. We're both gonna I'm... have the cool bendles. Uh huh. Mine's gonna be appropriately sized. Yours is gonna be oversized. Obviously. If you tried to check yours onto an airplane, you would have an oversized bag fee. I would, I would have, yeah, definitely. I could certainly not carry mm-hmm. it on. That's 100% the No, absolutely not. Absolutely. Uh, wonderful. Thank you for that discussion. Thank you for that healthy discussion. Or sorry, that honest discussion. Honest and healthy. It was so honest, so fresh, so clean, so healthy. So fresh and so clean. Uh, everyone, clean. we are actually going to call it a night. We're going a little bit long. We, we're going to, we're passing on our conversation started for tonight. But if you would like to be featured next week, you can tweet at us, at Affable Idiots. Let us know uh, a question you have. Let us know a desire that you would like to see us Are we boxers or, or briefs? Are we boxers? Are we briefs? Am I Muhammad Ali? Is she the Pelican Brief? <laughs> the Pelican Brief. I'm the uh, Pelican Tweet at us, at Affable Idiots. Uh, and we're going to send you off with a parting positive thought. And this one is appropriately timed because today is National Register to Vote Day. Get it. And our parting positive thought comes to you from my mouth, Chad Michael Ennis's mouth. Mouth. Only voting brings about real change. And it's not just necessarily about the president, although, dear God, please make an informed, educated vote on the president. Against But also, him. know your local <laughs> government and who you're voting for there as well. Don't just vote for someone because they're a woman or vote for someone because their name sounds funny. Vote for someone because you believe in what they believe in. And because they're good people. And they're good people. All right, everyone. That's it. Hugs and kisses. Hearts and sharts. Sharty farts. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.